Um, <laughs> Alrighty. We're ready. Am I on frame? Yeah, yeah, I looked already. Um, me and Alex are like more in it. All right, but, good. Uh, so we're back. I wonder why nobody watches. It's been um, it's been a rough two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we had a big time struggle with the last episode. If anyone knows how to record from a different location, please give us your input because we don't know. Um, I mean, when everyone's in a different location because I really didn't specify there. <laughs> if anyone yeah, knows how to record somewhere else. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so we had a big struggle with that. We uh, just couldn't find a way <laughs> to, to get it done. It really was Matt's fault. All of a sudden, videos can't send via email. They're, that's not an option anymore for technology. Yeah, so. it's, just, it's just like, it's loading, wait. <laughs> and then it it literally load. would take two hours to fill up the whole circle, and then once that came up, it just said, can't do it. It's like, sorry, it failed. It's like, ah, we were right there. Yeah, almost had it there. But, yep, that's why there was no episode last week. Um, we're going to people who submitted questions last week for the episode. We didn't forget about you. Those questions were answered. Um, we're going to import them to the end of this episode. So tune in for that if you asked a question. Um, we're here for that. Here so for if you asked a World Series question, you're a little outdated. Yeah. The World Series is on right now. It's three to Washington in the game, but it is three to Astros in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Matt and Alex will give a little commentary on that as it goes. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, um, but since we've been gone, busy the, week. Yeah, the NBA started up. Um, the Jets are still an embarrassment, so that's not a change. But we got some NBA stuff to talk about. We're gonna talk about football too. So uh, let's get into it here. Um, we start with the trade deadline. Um, obviously, that was today, Tuesday, 4 p.m. It passed. A lot of talk about stuff happening, not a lot of actual deals getting done. No. Um, unless you're Aqib Tlaib and now your life is miserable. <laughs> Where did he get traded? Miami. Oh, oh man. So that was one of the moves that actually got done. But, I mean, the Jets and Giants made a big trade. What do you guys think of that? Leonard yeah. Williams to the Giants. First deal between the two teams ever. Is that true? Yeah, so Joe Douglas out here, he's... Uh, Hitting all avenues, yeah. Trading with the Patriots, he's trading with the Giants, and what? And look, I get it, but if it helps your team, I, maybe with the Patriots, it's a little different. Not just because who they are; it's their division yeah. opponents. So, yeah. like, you play, play them twice, you don't want them really get it. But they, we give them a six round or whatever; that doesn't matter. But Leonard Williams to the Giants, and um, I gotta say, it's a very head scratching move from the Giants' perspective. Yes. <laughs> An expiring deal for a player who never really lived up to the sixth overall pick. He was never a terrible player, but he was he was not never really hit that hype, never broke through as a pass rusher every year. It was he gets double teamed. If we do this, it'll open it up. If we draft this, it'll open it up. He but he never did it on his own. And the Giants are trading a third and a fifth, which is a conditional pick. If he re signs with the Giants, it turned into a fourth. So two, and they're going to be early in the rounds too. Yeah. Yeah. And for a player who might walk away, and a player who has two sacks in two years, is yeah. that true? Yeah, I'm uh, wow. pretty sure. <laughs> um, Was he, he supposed to be a pass rusher when he came out of college? He was supposed to be like a stud all around D lineman, but he he was uh, his rookie year he was good. Then he his sophomore year he shot up to like seven sacks, and it was like oh shit, look but he was playing next to Wilkerson and Richardson, so he did have other guys around him, but 
now he he's just like a bum. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, yeah. he doesn't he gets washed out in the run game. He doesn't rush the passer well. He doesn't have a sack this year. He had one in the Jaguars game that that got called back, but it's just a weird move from the they're a rebuilding team too. What are they throwing two assets for for a a guy who's nothing? <laughs> yeah. Uh and and if you remember leading up to the draft, um this is a guy that that fell to the Jets at 6. Mm-hmm. You know, he he I remember in some mock drafts leading up to that draft, he was he was mocked to go 1 in some of them. Yeah. So one, you know, this is just like a super talented guy that is just consistently playing below his potential. So I thought it was a lot for the Giants to give up a third and a fourth form, especially given the context of it, his expiring deal. Um, and it, it's kind of similar, I think, to the Golden Tate. Tr- uh, did they sign him? Sign him. They signed him. They signed him. But I, it's it's always – I feel like the Giants are always making these head-scratching moves where it's like – like, why are you doing this if you're a rebuilding team? What was weird about it was it was after they traded Odell. So it was like, what? Yeah, yeah. What exactly. was the point? They gave him a lot of money. Yeah, no, it's a series of confusing moves that the Giants have made, questionable decisions, and it's just kind of like, okay, are you trying to put together a team that's going to attempt to win games? Because obviously like they're not either way. Are you trying to win, or are you going to break it down and rebuild? And they haven't made that decision. Yeah. And they're just they're, the product on the field has been terrible. Um, I mean, I guess they, they've been competitive in some games, but they're not a team that has, you know, next year, the year after, really showing any signs of taking that step. And now you're giving away draft picks for a guy who they apparently we, we saw the reports that nobody else was interested in Leonard Williams. So if you had to re-sign him anyway, you can try to re-sign him in the offseason for no picks. Yeah. Right? Because there's no guarantee he still is going to see the open market. He's still going to field out offers, I would imagine. Now you just gave away two assets for a guy who's going to finish out the season, and maybe he can turn it around, but still for what? And yeah. Sorry, sorry to you cut go. you off, but this has been the narrative with Gettleman ever since he got hired, just making like questionable moves mm-hmm. all over the place. Even with the draft, I mean, Saquon's amazing, but people even question that pick. Like, why are you taking a running back yeah, so they're high? They're going to ruin his career. Um. <laughs> But there's there's like it's like this Giants team has no identity from top to bottom, and it's like what what's the vision here? Like wh- what are they trying to do? And then it would be one thing if you're watching on Sunday and they're playing well, but they just continue to struggle and be pretty bad. So it's like, what's going on? Like there yeah. clearly yeah. needs to be a change to. <clears throat> I, I've never been a fan of Gettleman, so it just doesn't it doesn't surprise me. All the talk leading up to the deadline, and even before this year, Leonard Williams was looked at as a you know, this is the last year of his deal. He re- really hasn't shown he's that guy. Like he has he has half a season to prove it, or he's he's getting traded. You know, like they're not going to let him walk for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always like you know it'll probably be a contending team that like maybe wants to shore up their run defense, just add an extra you know solid service serviceable d lineman in there they'll like throw a, dra- a later draft pick for just to you know see, get a body. see what they can get out of him but the giant like you know you don't, you don't expect a rebuilding team the giants to <laughs> yeah and that's the thing too like because you mentioned that when he had success he was flanked by wilkerson and richardson on either side mm-hmm. and i know going into this year you talked a lot about how 
he doesn't have a lot of help. He has Williams, Quinn and Williams now as a rookie, but that he was getting double teamed a lot. That was like a lot of the excuses that you heard. Whether they're valid or not, he's now going on to a Giants front seven where it's going to be more of the same. They don't, like you said to earlier today, they have Dexter Lawrence there, but I'm sure he's going to see double teams or he's not going to have anybody with him to f- generate pressure with. And he's probably just going to end up resulting in this, the same thing as, as a player. Yeah. It's a really questionable move, and I don't know what they're thinking. And um, j- just to stick it to what else happened with the Jets, you know, uh, we heard reports that that Robbie and Le'Veon were being shopped around and, and Jamal. Um, but then Joe Douglas had a press conference. He came out and said they were never actively going out and shopping these players. Like, oh, do you, we're looking to trade them. Does anyone want to offer? Teams were calling about them just to see, you know. And like he did his he did his due diligence. You listen. You don't just hang up the phone no matter what. What if what if someone offered us four first round picks for Jamal Adams? You'd fucking do it. <laughs> like. Yeah. But um, then Jamal goes Jamal on. Jamal's t- not happy about. Yeah, it. I was gonna say he goes on Twitter and he does this whole little rant thing almost yeah. about how he said he didn't want to be traded and they went behind his back, and it, it's kind of like, uh, uh, you shake your head at that because you you gotta know it, it's a business man and you know the you know the <coughs> culture and like media view surrounding your team already and you doing that just makes it worse. He's so, always running his mouth about something. Yeah. That yeah. Shut up. Yeah, and it's 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 something I gave him a pass for in the past because he was just always such a dynamic player, and he still is. Um, but, yeah, like you said, you just shake your head at that. If you have a problem with what your boss is doing, then go to your boss and say something. Don't immediately go to Twitter and like cause this frenzy which is i i think i think that's exactly what manish meta wanted to do yes. and like the the players and what whoever's involved just continuously feed into this guy's complete bullshit and it gets the fans upset because it's like what's going on with this team and it turns out nothing was happening mm-hmm. and everybody's in a frenzy now yeah, for no reason and the players the are upset and it seems like Douglas good on Douglas for getting out there and like putting a end to it really early mm-hmm. um but he was doing what he should as GM you know everybody's available for the right price everywhere exactly. not not just in New York so like he's just doing his job yeah and that's the thing like Jamal Adams obviously like was pissed at the time saying that Douglas went behind his back and it turns out that he was just field answering the phone and now Jamal Adams looks like an idiot. Yeah, and, and for what? And there, there's no going behind someone's back in football. It's even if, he, even if he was shopping him. Yeah. Sorry. Like, you're, like, you're an asset to this team, and if we can use you to better our future or whatever, your your contract is ex, is expiring soon, and you're going to become a very, very high highly paid player, you know, just like give thanks to the organization and move on. You know, it's business. And you know that. What does he what does he expect Douglas to do? Someone calls, "Hey, uh, we're interested in, in trading for Jamal Adams." Hold, hold on one second. Yo, Jamal, just want to <laughs> just want to let you know they're calling me up about you, but do not worry. Yeah. We're just going to see. But yeah. Like, what does he want him to like, stop all talks? He's do he's busy. It's the trade deadline. Like he's he'll get to you and be like, yeah. "All right, man, like people were calling us." Jamal, and, I swear, dude, he called me. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. not dial the phone. Um, what I want to say about Manish Mehta, 
that guy sucks, man. <laughs> he he has his sources, but he will t- twist any little thing to make it seem negative. You see what he did? He the Jets are looking to trade Le'Veon Bell. No, people were calling the Jets about Le'Veon Bell, but he puts it out there as this whole negative spin right. to get all the fans riled up because he uh, lost his sources in the organization and he does not like Gase from their interactions in the media. And knives he actually was happy they hired him and ever since they had like this little spat, I've noticed he's like really turned yeah. on the team and always trying to make a negative out of it. And not that there's really anything positive to say, but <laughs> he, No, it's he, very clear yeah. that he has an agenda when he's reporting, which if you're just reporting facts, like that should just not be the case. And I think most Met, uh, Met fans, I think most Jet fans know to take everything he says with a grain of salt. On the Reddit, uh, they have a flare that you have to put if it's a thing by him, a Manish warning, yeah. so people don't click it if they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, the guy's a gas can. He'll blow up any story for clicks. Yeah. Look, I like the way Le'Veon handled it. Yeah, I was going to say, look like, over at Le'Veon. Yeah, Jamal went right to Twitter complaining about it, and Le'Veon went right to Instagram saying, like, gotta be patient we're gonna keep working hard and you know Le'Veon just continues to be the true professional that Mm -hmm. he really always has throughout his career he just got a pretty bad rap but that's uh that was just the Jets trade deadline there very of course of course it's eventful too and like that's the eventful part of the season is oh are we gonna sell the entire team away <laughs> like there's nothing yeah. else to to be happy about and then everyone trying to rat well you know if we get this out of it it'd be cool like everyone trying to <laughs> rationalize. rationalize everything when we all just are miserable <laughs> that's there's it. only so yeah. much to look forward to that's why as a i wore Jet this fan. jersey tonight i need to have you okay <laughs> no <laughs> i need to have some Seems like you're having a bad day the jets have broken richard's <laughs> yeah if if the Lakers can get a good start th- to this year, you might see a little jump in my in my spirits. It's all right because it'll end poorly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. The Jets go to Miami this week. Is that to this play week? the Dolphins? Well, there it goes. So uh, if you think you've hit rock bottom yet, it can get worse. <laughs> it can. <and> it <laughs> drop this it probably game. will. Oh my God, no, Gase should me, be fired if they lose this yeah. game. Going uh, against the team that fired him, who are <laughs> they're literally trying to lose games if they somehow manage to lose. I to saw Miami, something so that's funny. Rap. It was a, it was like a, it was a tweet or something. I saw it on ESPN this morning, and the it, it was from the Dolphins game last night, and they just drew up like a, just a horrible like defensive strategy. Yeah. Like their players were all over the place. <laughs> And some some reporter was like, "Let me put some context." And it was like those lines that they draw to like w- explain things yeah. on like, and it, that she just drew drew like an enormous tank on the field. <laughs> no way! <laughs> That's they're like, so well, funny. you see, he he undercuts the safety here. Like when they like draw, on the tank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the yellow writing of a tank. That's, That's funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, they, so this but is. I almost. Uh, they should win the game. But I don't want to hear if they lose. If they win this game, I don't want to hear any Jet fans saying it's getting better. Because <laughs> Donald threw for 300 yards. You know, I was better get, we better got that. I was now. with I was with um, <laughs> I was with Spencer watching the game. He's off screen right now. Good good behind the scenes friend Spencer. And the Jets scored that touchdown to put them down. I think it was like 22-14. And I was like, let's go, let's go. And then I just turned him. I was like, look at me, like getting myself <laughs> getting myself excited. They're just going to fuck up like in two, in two series. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? Spencer, did I not? I was like, I'm getting myself excited for nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's tough out there for Jets fans, man. It is yeah. for you guys. It's, hey, it's just not it's... much better for the Chargers. 
Hey, listen. <laughs> we beat. We went into Chicago and then beat the Bears. Okay, <sighs> the best defense in football. Yeah. Wow. We, you really took out we Mitch took Trubisky. It to them. Trubisky, no. Great team, and you know what? We beat them. The Chargers came out victorious. Granted, they missed two field goals. Trubisky fumbled the ball where he wasn't even touched. Um, you know, things happened over the course of a football game. The only thing that matters is that you escape with a win, and now we're on to Green Bay to do the same thing. <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's not much drop off there from Trubisky to Rodgers. So. That's what I'm thinking. You know, you just got to make him uncomfortable. You Trubisky know, might be the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, man, he yeah. took a, such a big step back this year. It's crazy. Like they were twelve and four last year. Granted, you know he was being a game manager for the most part, but I mean nobody thought that he was just gonna fall off a cliff. Like it was yeah. a step in the right direction. That's yeah. why my life sucks because a guy like Trubisky. him goes before Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I don't get how they don't know that they're better. What is the scouting system that these are like two of the best quarterbacks in the league and then Mitch Trubisky has one good year at UN- UNC, not Clemson winning championships, not what a te- I don't know, Watson te- was te- a Texas a Tech or something. Four-year starter, national champion yeah. at Clemson. And, and, and Mitch Trubisky throws 30 touchdowns for UNC and yeah. all of a sudden he's... because he's tall. Yeah. Prototypical quarterback. I mean, yeah, he's but that's what two. bad he's franchises like do. He's 6'2", 6'3". He's not even that tall. Like, Watson's that, that he tall. He looks like Mahomes a is like 6'4". Terrible analysis. They <laughs> traded up for it, too. Jimmy, what'd they give up? A second-round pick? Second-rounder for to move up one, to move up one spot from three to two. They gave the Niners a second-round pick. That's pretty for hilarious. For Mitch Trubisky. I just don't – I don't get it. I'm sorry. He's done. I mean, he's not. They're going to have to find a new I quarterback. S- I said he will be a backup quarterback in the next three years. I said that yeah. in the beginning of the year. Good call. He just, yeah, well, well, first of all, it was like, he's the top prospect, but he can't throw to the left. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, maybe that should have been the red flag. <laughs> he, he can't throw to a whole side of the field. So. <laughs> Shouldn't you take a quarterback that was like, on a good team in college. I wonder what the concerns for Deshaun Watson were. It was like he has, doesn't have the arm. <laughs> Throwing <laughs> bombs all over the field. He has a better arm than Trubisky. Yeah. He throws a better deep ball than Trubisky. Yeah. By a lot. By a lot. He's yeah. just Mahomes a can throw three times. football fields yeah. backwards. <laughs> and he has a bionic knee. Yes, his knee I has no ligaments in it. Mahomes and, <laughs> Mahomes and Watson must have like butchered their private workouts or something for them to go in there and have them I, come out with, you know, I think Trubisky threw it better. <laughs> I don't. I think that it's, it's not that, though. It's the, it's the Bears front office terribly assessing the situation because – the Chiefs and the Texans traded up to get those guys. They knew that they were going to be good. That's what I'm, I'm saying. They must have went into oh, like the, the workout with the Bears yeah. and just botched because I don't know how yeah. you can walk away. Mahomes throwing a slant is better than Trubisky throwing anything. Yeah. More impressive than anything he's ever done. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine Trubisky going into that workout and killing it. So yeah. I don't know. I don't exactly know how that happened. But, There's a lot of garbage quarterbacks in the league. There are, but they, I mean, they're also. Andy Dalton just got benched. Who, who is it? Stinham? Ryan Finney. Mariota benched. Stinham is the Patriots. Winston oh, yes. is awful. There's a oh lot God, of really bad so quarterbacks. Bad. Yeah, I mean, it's polar opposites because there's a lot of great young quarterbacks too. Yeah, like Watson and Mahomes, like Philip Rivers, like Jimmy, Gardner Jimmy Minshew. Garoppolo, J- Gardner Minshew, Gardner Good. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, Chicago's in big trouble, but winning in Chicago is still tough to do, right? Come on. Some, some the Chargers suck too, dude. Come on. They suck. All right, well, we'll get to the Chargers later when we're predicting games. All right. Big upset on the way this week. Um, but we can move on to our, our Stamp or Shred segment here. Um, first time we're going to be mentioning the NBA for this this season. Um, the NBA started last week. We're about three or four games in for most teams. A lot to talk about, some, some interesting early season storylines. Um, we got three Stamper Shreds for you to jump right in and get, a little, get our feet wet with the season. So we'll start us off with, honestly, the, the most impressive, one of the most impressive players so far this year. Um, Second-year player, Trey Young. Um, the, the statement here is, Trey Young will be voted a starter in this year's NBA All-Star game. You're going to Stamper Shred. Who wants to, who um, wants to kick it off? It, okay, so we confirm that it's it just goes by guards, right? It's not by yes. Us. It's it's guards, and it's there's no east or west, but they pick the same amount from each conference and then draft them. So okay. like it's like so there's four starting guards. No two. And, oh. And three but, forwards. Oh, voted a starter. Yeah, he's a starter. But, oh. That's what we're saying here. No. So there's there's four in total on both teams. No, Kyrie and Beal will be the starters. But yeah, there's four there's starting no guards. East or West. But no, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think it's still the same it's amount still, on each. It's two it's and still two. like the same amount from each conference make it, but then they're okay. just jumbled yes. into a draft. Yes. Gotcha. So gotcha, there's like gotcha. the East roster and the West roster gotcha, gotcha, that gotcha, are gotcha. put together for the draft. Yes. Right. So the two starters would I think be Kyrie Beal. and Beal. Why Beal? It's gonna be was Kyrie. Last year. It's gonna be Kyrie and no, Simmons, wasn't. I think. Was he not? Who was it? Oh Simmons. Simmons. So but dude, the thing with I'm I'm gonna stamp Kemba. this. He's better than these guys. Is he? In the he's first three games of the season. Point, but he's also got the name power and like the celebrity status. So does so does Kemba and no, Simmons. No. Trey Simmons is one of the most popular players in the league. Don't, anywhere online. Don't sleep on the Boston uh fandom over there. They got fans all over the world to vote him in. What, you don't think Atlanta is a powerhouse for basketball? <laughs> Hawks fans come out strong. Yeah, I'm going to shred this. I think Trey Young's really good and if he if he keeps it up at this pace, I would I'll I would stamp it, but I don't think he's gonna. He's been playing just out of his mind for but it's only 3 games. Mm-hmm. Like eventually he'll come back down to earth, I think. Um A lot of these are tough cuz it's 3 games in the year, but Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's just yeah. what you think is going to happen. It's I I, I don't done it in the preseason. Yeah, I'm shredding it. I'm shredding it. I think Kyrie and Ben Simmons are two of the most popular players in the NBA. Obviously, it's a fan vote, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's um. Is it? What's it? I think they, they asked second. the president last last year. <laughs> what? I think they asked the president oh. when he wants the rosters to be. Well, last year the the four starting guards were Curry, Harden, Westbrook, and Irving. So that's not two and two. All right. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Well, if it's that's the case, then he won't be the starter because no it, chance. But it is though, isn't it? It's something must not. Have, something weird must have. Maybe happened. they've. <laughs> we do we, a lot of pre-show work here. All right. on the memo, <laughs> making sure we have all. Of our facts in line. You know, Do you think he's going to start yes, in the game? I'm stamping this. I think that he's going to start because of the 
the flashiness of his game and like how how first of all how good he's looked. But I think he's just that kind of player who people are gonna you know vote for and be attracted Especially to because the youth. of his name, the youth exactly. And honestly, like he, I think he's gonna deserve it. He looks really fucking good right now. Three games, sure, we'll say that every time. But he's averaging thirty four points when he can shoot like that. I don't see why he can't you know sustain not thirty four but sustain high level scoring. He also he's hurt his ankle great. tonight. Yeah, he hurt. Reminiscent he hurt his of. Ankle. It, it his player comp. Oh, oh right, Steph Curry is also a guy with ankle these skinny injuries. guys, man. They yeah, got him. They got him. Put some meat on their why, bones. That's why you gotta pull the D Russell jump shot and don't jump. He does look like a young Steph Curry, but I think I think it's gonna be Kyrie and Trey Young in the Eastern Conference starting for the guards. Right, Beal, Beal, fuck Beal, Bradley. How many Beal, times are we gonna deal with Beal? Putting up points and doing nothing else and the team going nowhere. Every well, the what team the sucks, but he's, he's really fucking good. We'll, we'll get to find out, but this is the first time <laughs> that they have I've seen Beal on the Hawks, on the, on on the, the fucking Hawks. Wizards for uh, the past 10 years. <laughs> All right. I'm shredding it, too, because apparently everyone in the West starts anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stamp that one. I like Trey Young. It's nothing against him. He's yeah, I like ugly. him, too. He is very he is ugly. ugly. <laughs> he needs Poor to get guy. a haircut His or hair, something. Yo, it's ridiculous. His hair is way out of pocket. Speaking of hair, um, we're actually moving on to um, a, a man. Wow, no great segue. Hair. If you saw that thing, the disgusting that was. <laughs> I really doing? don't like looking at that picture. What is, is that it makes, real? It makes my stomach turn. Did you see the video with AD? No. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you got to fix that. Like, he's like, trying you look not fucking to You know, honestly, this is my problem with the Lakers. They're all concerned with the way they look. Right. I'm, I'm, right. I'm kidding. Davis should have been like, <laughs> Not dude. really. I was open. Hit, hit Davis was on the bench. Well, dude, sub me back in. Like I'm ready to go. Davis should be a Drop chivalrous man. Take that disgusting unibrow off his. I off his that head. too. He is in no position to talk about LeBron's hair. <laughs> exactly. Be your face. Well, at least people know that uh, Davis has the unibrow, and it's supposed to be that way. I don't think everyone knows LeBron's hair should be falling off in the, the middle of the game. You can't just get better hair implants. Yeah, the brow and the bald. It <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't speak. That doesn't say anything good for you, Matt, because if billionaire LeBron can't get it, I fixed. have no hope. There's no hope for me. <laughs> he can't. He can't just find the <laughs> best the ones. That's the thing too. Can he just get them fixed permanently? Can he just know. like Joe Buck fucking himself? get plastic surgery on his head and like Joe Buck has wanted implants? to affect his jumper. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> get right, it, get it together, LeBron. That's um, this uh, stamp shred. Or just here. own it. Go bald. Yeah, he should. He go should bald. go bald. Yeah. The NBA Western Conference is a battle of Los Angeles, meaning the Clippers and the Lakers. That the they're the ones race. that are. So we're, so we're this. So basically, it's a two-team race it's in the two-team West. race in the West. Um, no, I'm gonna shred this as well. While I think. You can't count out the Rockets, and you know you got teams like Spurs who are not going to be great, but they're how the about Spurs, the Nuggets? Trailblazers, really Spurs on me. I'm am just I was just like thinking of the teams in the West, <laughs> like you know you got Popovich, Coach Spurs, and then you got the Blazers and the Nuggets. Um, I think the Nuggets are still too young. Um, their their star power are two really young players who are amazing, but when you're going against guys like Kawhi and Paul George and LeBron and AD in the playoffs, then I, th- I think that's uh, – <clears throat> you're going to oh, – not only are those players better on those teams, but they're experienced and uh, you got some rings among, among those players there. Um, 
And then the Blazers. Don't Blazers me. Either. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Blazers you. I, I like Lillard and McCollum are great, but they they couldn't get past the other powerhouses in the in the league. Well, they lost <laughs> to the Warriors in the conference finals last year. And they blew three straight seventeen point games. Yeah, that's so I'm not I'm not entertaining the Portland Trailblazers <laughs> here. Okay, I'm I'm just not ready to say that the Lakers are this Goliath that's gonna just demolish a team that's been in the playoffs every year for the past what five years. Not demolish? I don't think that anybody's demolishing anybody. You're saying it's a two team race. I don't know. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, I think that the Western Conference Finals is gonna be Clippers Lakers. I'm gonna stamp this because I don't see how the Rockets with with James Choke and Russell Westbrook, <laughs> how they're going to be able to coexist during the regular season. Sure, they're going to win their share of games, but down the stretch in the playoffs, when you know you're playing against teams like the Clippers and the Lakers, who have players who have been there and done that, proven it on the biggest stage multiple times, they are not going to be able to compete. And then you have teams like the Nuggets and the Jazz, who they play great team ball. They are deep teams. Maybe one of them can give these guys a scare in in a second round matchup, but it would be a shock to most people, I think, if they go down. So I'm going to stamp this. I think that these are definitely the two best teams in the Western Conference with the star power. The Clippers have better depth, but the Lakers do have better stars. So yeah, I think I this is what I expect to see in, yeah. the, in the finals. And I don't know how like I don't know if you were saying the Clippers are a Goliath, but I don't know how you could say I don't see how the Lakers are this Goliath and not turn and say the same thing about the Clippers because yeah they whatever they made the playoffs last year eighth seed they were a solid team they brought back a lot of those players they added Kawhi but they still have a they haven't proven anything as this team to be the unbeatable undisputed you know they just lost to the Suns and like we were discussing before I think I I know you disagreed I think if the Lakers lost to the Suns it would be it'd be the end of the world for, it, it would be wrong, but it would be reported everywhere. The media would be this is a disaster. How do you? How Stephen A. Smith would be on there. How do you go out and lose to the Suns? Da, 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 da. He would be that, all that, over it. This all of this stuff. Would be third all over game it. of the season. Nobody's. I expect- think they would. It would. It would be. Whatever. That's not the point, no. though. I'm it's just debatable. Saying, I'm just saying. I don't I, like. I I just think that the, if we're just the, gonna go on the sorry, if we're just gonna go on the players they have and like the star power, then the Lakers would be right in the conversation. I don't know the Clippers. They just from watching them in that first game against the Lakers, it's like they already have an identity and they already have chemistry established. And I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch the game against the Suns, so I, admittedly, I didn't watch them struggle. So that's my fault. But I do think the Clippers are just like there already. The Lakers, I wanna, I wanna see more from. Well, they're they're relying on an aging superstar who, like I I'm I'm not I'm not denying LeBron's prowess. Like I think he's still great, but he's getting up there in age. You know he he missed the most games he's ever missed in a season last year, and AD is just an, another superstar that yeah he won one playoff series, but like are we sure that he's gonna be? You know he's gonna he's gonna be a great player, but is he gonna will this team to victories if LeBron is? hurt or struggling or get or lost a step like I don't know but then you got the Clippers second star Paul George who has choked recently in the playoffs they have and Kawhi not performed 
Kawhi's like a right. robot. He's going to be there. He has right, a well, chronic not, thigh we're injury. We're not, we're not so what if he doesn't Lakers get? versus Clippers. We're talking Lakers and Clippers versus Fair. the rest of the West. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm. I'm saying. I don't know how the Clippers could be on this pedestal when they haven't. They still have to integrate Paul George. This isn't just sliding someone in who's going to fit right in. He's another guy taking like twenty something shots away from the rest of the team. So you got to find how to integrate him. Um, and Ka- the, him and Kawhi, they're not. The reason I like the LeBron and AD, AD pairing more than that is because they can sync their game to be on, um, like, work together. At, like, are you going to run a pick and roll with Kawhi and Paul George? No. you got to find a way to integrate them in a different way. I think that LeBron and AD's games fit very well together in that sense that you can give Fair. LeBron the ball, run a pick and roll, do this and that. And I'm not saying that makes them better, but I, I just think it's – it's it's still too early. We're talking about this three games, whatever. But I think. Well, what do you? I think. Are you guys stamping or shredding the statement? I'm, I'm shredding, shredding it. it. I think the Clippers and the Lakers are, but I'm, I just don't think you can say the Clippers are like. I a know you get offended when people like the Clippers. It's no, okay. I just it's said right. that we're, they're we're the, right. in the. It's the two team race. I said they're the other team. I'm shredding this. I think the Nuggets are a really good team, and yes, they're very young, but they have another year under their belt. Jokic looks like. A top five player in the making. Um, <laughs> what you know? Top five <laughs> in the making. Yeah. Top five. Jokic. Yeah, he's elite. He's very much he's elite. Dumb face. <laughs> he should keep his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even talking. They're, just yeah, close like his lips. Just should, how do you do? You breathe. Just close them. Understand. They're just a deep team. They're a young team, and it wouldn't surprise me if they give both of those teams a run for their money. No, look. It, there's obviously competition. It's the it's a stacked conference. It's always been. Yeah, so it's not yes. a two team race. So in my along, opinion. Speaking I of a stacked it. conference, I'll stamp this also. Stacked conference. It's going to be tough for teams at the bottom or the mid tier to secure themselves a playoff spot. Damn. A team is probably just not too. Something I want to say. But who, who? Go ahead. On the Lakers. Who else besides LeBron has like real deep playoff run championship experience? Danny, Danny Green, Green, Rajon Rondo. He might not be a big contributor. He's still a voice. Uh, will Rondo be on the team in the playoffs? I don't know. He's on the team now. JaVale McGee's won a ring. I'm not saying J- Dwight Howard will went he be to the on championship. The team? Who on the Clippers has won a ring besides Kawhi? <sighs> Kawhi is just the uh, fucking uh, So man. that's your answer. Nobody. <laughs> it's the same. They're the same thing. Yeah, they looked like they were more cohesive because they have a whole bench unit intact that drops 62 points to our benches like 10. Yeah, they got the That's depth. Important. It is important, in the, and it, but it's the first game of the year. I'm sure the Lakers bench will, will look better when Kuzma's back and others are back. And yes, they didn't have Paul George, and they outplayed us. They looked better, right. but I mean, they have less roster turnover than we do, and they don't have a whole new coaching staff. All right. But I'm not. We're not talking about Lakers versus Clippers. We are. We basically we are. We are. <laughs> okay, we, we're doing. But that. what? You, well, you asked me who I'm, on sa- their I'm saying the Nuggets can give both of these teams a, a, a yeah. run for their money. And one of your points in defending the Lakers was that they have players who have championship experience, which is true. But if you're going to count Rajon Rondo and JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard as championships with players experience, players experience. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) players. Dwight Howard is not one of those players. He's been to the. He's been. He's he's played in an NBA championship a really fucking long time ago. (laughs) Whatever. Who? Yeah. But there's there's but then there's nobody on the uh, whatever. so LeBron. a team who's LeBron. not used to being in this situation. We have another stamper shred here. We can go all night about 
Richard's we'll insensitivity to the Clippers existing. Alex is uh, just spews <laughs> nonsense. About I'm not it. spewing don't nonsense. Don't I, I just think. Not uh, saying, no, it's not nonsense. But <clears throat> Richard wants to make it about Lakers versus yeah, Clippers. It's just he's the, scared the, of them. The insecurity is. I'm is not palpable. scared of them. I can I'm, feel yeah, it. I'm scared when of them. They're he good, has but, nightmares uh, of yes, Kawhi. No. Yes. Him and Cornfield. I'm fine with people thinking they're there. I'm fine with people thinking they're good. Everyone acts like the Lakers just can't get it done. Is that gone? I just, I, I don't gone. think. It's all a. Let's go. Wow, Nationals 2 nice. 1 home run. Who was that? Rendon. Rendon. Yo, he's so good. Let's fucking go. They have now blown 5 2 okay. lead here. Doesn't matter. My, for the Washington I don't, Nationals. I, I think the Lakers should and will. What the hell was the ruling on that play? It hey, took like 20 minutes. Listen to me. If I had to put money on it, I'd say the Lakers are going to go to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. Against the Clippers? Against the Clippers, yes. So you stamp the state. But, no. No. <laughs> I don't think it's a two-team race. No, it's fair. I, I'm just fucking um, with you. It's fair. But I just want to see, like, the Lakers finally put it together for once. They've been so bad for so long. I don't think it's crazy no, that I have I, my doubts. I agree they need to win some people over. I just think they do have the pieces in place. And, all right, last two things about this. I'm not going <laughs> to say any names. Just going to ask you guys a question. I saw someone say this. Do you think the Lakers roster is objectively a bad roster? No. They Do you have think two that they top are a four to six play. seed at best? I think they have potential to land there because the Western Conference at is best, a really good. Though. No. Okay. They That's can, all I have to they could be the one seed in the Why? West. Just saw someone talking about it. Me? Oh. No, not you. I said they're probably gonna be two to five. I saw you said that. I think they can be the one seed. Right. It's possible. Let's I talk guess, about yeah. the reigning one seed. Yeah, so the team that I've been trying to fucking mention for the <laughs> past five minutes, they're probably not used to being in this situation. Uh, but the with seed? the stacked Western Conference, Nuggets, it might be oh, tough for them to survive this year. So our final stamper shred is going to be the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry's head down will not make the playoffs. Will miss the playoffs this season. So, so question. We'll miss yes. out on the playoffs this season. And Drew asked me that for the actual question. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Question. This is basically Drew's personal stamp shred. Will the Warriors miss out on the NBA playoffs? Who who are who are the projected like nine nine eight seven seeds in the yeah, West? Well, it's a two like, who were they last year? <laughs> you got you got the Spurs. Oh, um, don't give me Spurs. This is the bottom <laughs> the bottom of the conference. In the playoffs, you've got... That was got, the first team Richard thought of yeah. to compete with. You've got, you've got Spurs. Spurs, Kings, Pelicans, Trailblazers. Um, Pelicans? This is like 6 Suck. to 10 range, I guess you'd say. The Warriors are one of those teams. Okay. Um, so we'd say the Wolves, top Wolves four are Rockets, Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers. They, the top they, four? Won, they have like and one win. The Jazz. Okay, the Jazz. Trailblazers, <laughs> six. All right, they might miss it. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to stamp this. I'm not. I'm not going to either. You, th- you think oh. that they're going to make they the playoffs? They really have a bad roster outside of the three. They really do. So but you Steph- think that they're going to make the playoffs? Yeah, they might get an eight. I think. I think they can sneak in. I'm not. I'm not ready to stamp this that they will miss out on the playoffs. It's, it's way too early. Wait, you. So you think they won't? So you think they're going to make the playoffs? <laughs> I may have made a mistake. <laughs> Continue. I'm going to go get some tape. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not ready to stamp this. Um it's too early to tell. Steph Curry is too good of a player. Um has he been struggling so far? Uh I, think I guess the team 40. the team in general has been no. struggling. Yeah, the roster is definitely up. very thin. There are some names I look at in that box score and I have no idea who they are. But Steph Curry is a really really great player. D'Angelo Russell is obvious. Like I think he's a perfectly fine sec- second option. Draymond Green still has he, he's still a valuable guy. Um, I'm not I'm not ready to stamp this, but it's possible. Yeah, I um I'm supposed to be like shredding I, it, but Matt kind of threw off the whole system. I'm not ready to say like the yeah, the Spurs and the Kings are gonna finish ahead of the of the Warriors. Yeah, they still have. You don't like Buddy buckets? Who? Buddy Buckets. Buddy. Buddy Buckets? Yeah, he's good. He's like um, 85, right? Yeah. He's coming up on retirement. Call him Sacramento so. Steph. So, so significantly worse Steph? Um, wow. Yeah, same I mean, thing. Same they still have alliteration. See this? This is conviction. <laughs> they still have Steph Curry and Draymond and a coaching staff that's been there before. I think they, they're going to be able to handle it throughout the season. And once him and Russell start to get on the, the same page a little bit, um, apparently Clay will not be back this year. People were talking maybe post All Star break, but uh, Kerr said he will not be back. I don't know if they're just saying that for now, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to stamp this either, just because a t- team that was good for so long still has one of the best players in the league on its roster. I think I think you can expect them to maybe get an eighth yeah. seed. I don't know. I, the Nats just... manager got ejected. Yeah, and they're winning five to two. Wow. Anyway, um, uh, sorry to interrupt you. I am going to have to stick to my guns here and say that they are not going to miss the playoffs because I tore up the piece of paper. <laughs> um, basically, for the things that you guys said, I, I think Curry will find a way to you know survive in the West, get his team to the playoffs. Um, being the eight seed means you're going to have to play the Clippers and. We all know how that's going to go. So you had a whole other argument for this. You were going to stamp it, and then you just come out here. You know, I really disagree with you guys. Yeah, I mean, Uh, now you make a lot of good points. It's tough to really go against it. Again, the paper ripped on accident. It kind of just dropped it in half. Um, So, yeah, we all think that the Warriors will make the playoffs. They'll probably win the championship again, honestly. Why not at this point? But this is a a good lead-in to – a question that we've been asking for the last few years is how good of a coach is Steve Kerr? Wow. Hadn't thought about that. Now we'll, we will get our answer. We'll get our answer right I now. I would like to go back on that statement now again and say that they are going to miss the playoffs because Steve <laughs> Kerr is not a good coach. and He's been riding the Warriors superstars for the past five years, literally giving his fucking clipboard to Draymond Green. <laughs> I want to see him try that right now and have – Draymond Green run up plays for fucking Glenn Robinson the third, yeah, and see if that, that same guy. thing is going to happen. They really have no big men. No, they have all. no men. They have Curry, Draymond, and whenever Russell feels like he wants to score in yeah. a ten minute period, <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. pretty much it. Do we have any other? But yeah, let's, it'll um, be interesting to see what Steve Kerr can do now without the five best players in the league yeah. on his team. <laughs> uh, they had Curry, Clay, Durant, Draymond, and Cousins on their roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. coach of the year. Grant, granted, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really making it work with less. You know, that's what we look for. Um, did we get any uh, 
uh, questions we want to answer right now real quick? Or yeah. were they nonsense? There was a lot of non. If we're looking nonsense, I can find one that Villani posted. I was asked if uh, I was asked if I can find my friend Jack a date for formal. I might know. On no. the, live on the podcast. Uh, well, he sent in the question. We can make some calls to some women. Yeah, you know, you might know a mannequin or two. <laughs> Corn uh, from your Villani. Villani asked us via them seekers. A little plug. Them Secrets Productions. Them Secrets Production. That's our production company. <laughs> <laughs> they do Big a great question. job for us. And I'm glad you brought this up because I actually played, I planned for this, and it kind of is an extension of the stamp shred. Vellani asked, is Jesus is King a groundbreaking album or is, or just Kanye trying to pull some pretentious shit? So uh, what I have here are Jesus is King album covers. Oh, and we can just stamp or shred the, the album as a whole. I was going to have it as a surprise stamp shred. That's and so then you funny. asking the question wow. was a perfect segue. So good. Good on you. So if I, sh- if I shred Jesus this, am I in fact saying Jesus is not? King? <laughs> That's good. Religious, <laughs> religious bases aside here. This is the Kanye album. We're not shedding any light on our religious beliefs, um, but Jesus is King, Stamper Shred. What are we thinking, Alex? Take us away. Yeah, we know, we know Masada's. Um, <laughs> He's glowing. <laughs> you know, this album is getting absolutely torn apart by fans. And we haven't even shredded yet. Um, by a lot of the media. Most of the media doesn't like it. Um, I think it's okay at best like you have to you have to think about this in the context of all of Kanye's work and this is a guy that was just absent like all his albums were just perfectly executed grandiose amazing ideas very uh groundbreaking he he took major risks and they paid off with like 808s and heartbreaks influenced a whole generation and Jesus was like nothing anybody's ever heard before and the more you listen to it like at first it was like what is this and then the more you listen to it it was like wow okay like this is cool. This is different. I've never heard it before, but it's cool. And similar to Yay, this just feels like undercooked, not well thought out. Like the ideas are very thin. Um, like the songs don't even sound like they're done yet. Like they sound like they can still be worked on and they are still being worked on. Like if you're paying attention, like they are constantly being updated like the mixes are changing, like the 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 tempo of the vocals is changing because it's not done, and that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Um. So, Jesus is King. Uh, it's just it's just okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've only listened I listened to it 
twice, I think. One I actually was listening, and one was kind of just like passing by while I was doing shit. Um, I found myself really enjoying all like the gospel harmonies and epic like choir stuff, and then and whenever he would rap, I was like, you know. Well, you're a big church guy, so I mean, it makes sense. You know, you I do. Know, I the, kind of, the music that you just I am a big church guy. To. I haven't been there in five years. Yeah, no, he's, he's so, so like, much of a church guy. He forgot where it was. <laughs> yeah. um, the things he says on the album are just like a lot of the lines are just like mind-numbingly dumb. Doesn't um, he say like, son, uh, "You my Sunday closed Chick-fil-A. on Sunday. You're my Chick Fil A." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you really think about it, though, like. Cuts deep. Like, <laughs> that's some serious life. Like he used to, shit. S- he used to say like ridiculous I had things. Because it's Tuesday. <laughs> well, it's closed on Sundays, not Tuesdays. But good. he used to say ridiculous things, and like it was like said with like in jest, like it was funny, it was goofy, it was Kanye being Kanye. But now, like, he just seems like he needs help. Mm-hmm. And that being said, like I do think the <laughs> the public perception of it and the idea that it's complete garbage is also an overreaction like it's not complete garbage and kanye's like undercooked unfinished work is still like better than a lot of stuff that you hear um but within the context of his previous work i'm i'm out on this album i like a few songs yeah i miss the old kanye Uh, (laughs) i I really do i really do i don't know i think that this album so are you are you stamping it? Are you shredding it? Um, I don't want I don't want to shred it. I think it's okay from from what I've heard. I really ha- like I said I haven't done a deep dive on it, but I it just doesn't have that like cohesiveness behind it like his older masterpiece type albums like uh, obviously my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and I like uh, Jesus a lot too and um, <clears throat> what's what's the other one with. Uh, 808s mm-hmm. that one's sick yeah just doesn't have it's like uh and also i don't uh i don't care for the subject matter honestly like he, he not in like a, <laughs> i just i don't want to hear rap music about jesus like he used to <laughs> he used to be a perfectionist that would take like years between his albums and this is the same guy that the song stronger like they say he did like 75 different mixes of it mm-hmm. because he like he the drums just weren't hitting the right way and he didn't like no matter how good like everybody was telling him this song is really good just leave it how it is he was like no it's not perfect yet it's not perfect yet it's not and this is like the fact that he, it's available to the public and it's still being changed it just makes me think like he's he, shot he doesn't like feel like this is his best work i don't think he even, thinks that even the so life how can of, i think the that? life of pablo i felt like had a, that was a good nice album. yeah i love that one that's what really i was good. trying to think of that one before yeah no i mean i listen i i agree with most of what you said and my biggest criticism with this is that like like you mentioned alex is that it seems incomplete and ha- like half half done like half asked basically like the songs and the the song was a follow god that's one of my favorite songs on the album, and it's mm-hmm. a minute and 44 seconds. It's basically one verse. It's fire when you listen to it. The beat is great, but I just like it, it's over before I even know it. I'm expecting, you know, another verse or a hook or something, and then there's nothing to come from it. And then yeah. it goes right into some other random shit that I don't even. It sounds like it's a different album. Right. Um, 
but I, I do take away a couple good songs. Follow God is good. I like Water is good. Um, and then the other one is it On God? I yeah. think with the synths. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I like. And then even the one with Pusha T and his brother. That has some good stuff. It, I I I, lo- I love that song until like it just ends and there's a random yeah. saxophone solo. Su- that that part's super weird. Also, why? why that beep in the back of the song like do you hear that yeah yeah i I don't i personally don't have an issue with i can't hear the song because i just hear the my like my fucking seatbelt is not on (laughs) and i'm not in a car and that's all i hear it's just it it takes over the song but aside from that like if you can get that out of your mind for a second that's a good song so i'm gonna stamp it i think that there's a couple good tracks but you just have to temper your expectations when you think Kanye album and, and this mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Um, question asker. Um, Milani had in there. I just to throw in two cents. Maybe this is his most ambitious, like, artistic approach ever. He's, like, showing, like, everybody the steps of it becoming more complete. You know? Like, well, with, like, updating it as it yeah, not finished. He, like, updates himself. It's like, like letting him, like, the public into his, like, process. Like, it's That's interesting. interesting. That isn't something he hasn't done before. Like the life of Pablo was was that same thing. Like this living album that gets updated, um, but it, it's just becoming like too common for Kanye to release something that he's not happy with, and then he continues to tinker with it. And it's like, all right, like w- when are you when are you gonna give me like a finished product? Like when it comes to streaming, when it's when it's like available for me to consume, like. I want it to be done. <laughs> and it was cool the first time, but now it's like... Now it looks like an excuse for making right. bad stuff. Right. <clears throat> we had any other... Any um, on-air worthy questions? Do you have any? Um, yeah, no. we can switch gears. There was one question that I wanted to Remember, ask. Remember, we're going to uh, be posting... Um, no, I'm our, not going to answer. We're going to be posting our previous recording of questions from last episode that never made it on air. Yes. Um, because Apple is a bad company. Okay. <laughs> Chris wants to know the colors of the rainbow. Um, Roger right, Biff. Not going to make the joke I was about to make. Okay, we can. <laughs> Kirby asks, does the Niners defense deserve more credit? Like they're not the um, biggest fucking talking point. This is the second week in a row that he's asked for the Niners to get more credit. (laughs) Um, I think at this point when you're undefeated, you're pretty much getting all the credit you need. Everyone thinks the 49ers defense is unreal. From what I hear, every see everywhere. It seems like everyone's. But at the same time, not many people are picking them as their their uh, NFC candidate in the Super Bowl. Well, they should so be given that right now. Are they be are they get are they getting enough credit? Their defense. Well, maybe as a plenty. team overall, I don't know, but they're I think their defense. Everyone. Who do you think the Giants hire as their next manager? The San Francisco Giants. Uh, That's a question that I am not equipped to answer at all. Um, no, well, I'm sure you're I'd... looking for me for that one. <laughs> um, a resident baseball expert, Richard <laughs> yeah. Lyons. I mean, you look out there. There's guys like uh, McDougal and <laughs> and um, uh, Frazier. You just you gotta want. There's too many choices. I, I can't give one. So I think you just gotta really do your own research there. 
You asked another question, Bill? Okay. Can the Niners get more credit? <laughs> okay, well, this is a new question that yeah. we have right. never been asked I wasn't. Before. I wasn't prepared for this yeah. one. Um, <laughs> fix the We're mic a Niners here. podcast now. Yeah. Well, you are wearing Niners red. Uh, yes, sir. This is literally a Liverpool jersey. Mm. No, it's a Liverpool, like you said. <laughs> All right, um, I think... Uh, okay, let's think do we... some predictions here. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. So we've got four games for you this week. We fucking are big botches again and didn't make <laughs> any predictions last week. Um, so we have some making up to do. Do anybody? Does anybody know the standings offhand? Should I just dye my hair now? You might. Yes. You might have to. No, I don't know the standings offhand. I might have it. I, it's what it was like. Uh, Richard's the best. Um, you get it wrong every week, so don't even, don't even try. <laughs> I, I think I've botched the last two weeks. It went zero and three. You did go zero and three. Wow, moron. Okay, we'll we'll post the standings later on um, when the podcast drops. Yes, probably not, but we, we're, we're going to say baby. that we will. Um, Richard is in the lead. No, you guys are tied, and I'm in last. Yes, that's what it is. Specific records we'll get to, but we've got four games for you here. Tough week. Um, not really a lot of intriguing matchups. Similar to last week. Yeah, last week was tough too. Um, but we'll start. With the Minnesota Vikings going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs, um, not sure of Mahomes' game status here. You know better. You have doubtful. A team. Um, doubtful. He's a okay. he has a quote unquote outside chance of playing, so okay. he well won't. Wait, I just I'm want assume he's not going to play. I want either. everyone to know that uh, Mahomes' knee is not like other knees. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he has 19 new ligaments yeah. that have never look before been Mah- seen in a yeah. human body. Look at Mahomes' knee. It's bent in such a way that it cannot possibly ever be injured mm-hmm. more than just a one to two week ordeal. Right. I also heard if he tears his ACL, he gets better yes. at yes. football. The Chiefs get an extra win if yeah. he yes. does tear his ACL, which they should look into to pick up a game on the Pats. Yeah. They should rip just that thing out. snip it with <laughs> a But he scissor. can also, also what I read was that he can throw a football with his dislocated kneecap better than Mitch Trubisky can with his right arm. I oh well, would not, uh, that that's not surprising. Yeah, what I mean, yeah, but that is it's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that happened. Um, um, so Minnesota going to Kansas City playing the Matt Moore led Chiefs. I'll, Minnesota, Minnesota. I'm going to take the Vikings here. I'm going to take the Vikings too. Oh come on, you're going to take the Vikings. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're all going to take the Vikings. The, we're all going to go make out the teams. The too. teams that have beat the Chiefs so far with Mahomes. Don't normally do what the Vikings like, and Mike Zimmer literally like loves doing, which is pound the rock, uh, possess the ball. You know, Dalvin Cook is a better running back than the Colts, Texans. Packers, Texans they, have. They play man defense, right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they have two great cornerbacks, so I'm assuming that they like to match Who's the other man? one? Trey Waynes and Xavier Rhodes. Oh, Xavier Rhodes, right, right, right. Yeah, so give me give me the Vikings. And the, the Chiefs have looked beatable at Arrowhead this year. I'm and pretty sure a couple of their losses have came there. So, And not like it stopped Kirk Cousins from losing before, but it is a Matt Moore-led team. <laughs> so Is this a primetime game? Because that's something to consider. Four o'clock. Okay. Yeah, give us the, give me the Vikings. We're all taking the Vikings. Don't have to spend too much time on it. 
until the Chiefs can win a game with Matt Moore, I'm not going to pick them. Yeah, they and played the Vikings, pretty well. They did play well. They can't stop anybody, but um, the Vikings look good. They've won yeah. four or five in a row. The whole Kirk uh, Cousins is on a tear right now. The whole NFC North looks good besides uh, terrible Trubisky. <laughs> Well, they ran into a buzzsaw this weekend, so <laughs> just you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> moving, we'll along, get back to the Chargers. Yeah, we'll, we'll we don't need to, to keep talking about we'll that. Go, we'll go to that right now. Dynasty team. We'll go. We'll go to that right now. The next game we're going to be picking is uh, the Packers traveling all the way to Los Angeles of Green Bay because it will be a home game for the Packers. Uh, <laughs> Packers against the Chargers. I'm going to take the Packers, and I'm not going to say why. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the Chargers deserve. I'm gonna take the Packers for me the to even justify that. Well, uh, this was sort of forced in by Brodsky here, so not much analysis until he's gonna give a little spiel. I'm sure. I'm gonna take the Chargers. Mm. Um, I think that it's a perfect opportunity for a trap game here, Green Bay. <laughs> you know, long flight on the road, gonna be a raucous atmosphere. In have you noticed that soccer a, stadium that the Chargers play? Every 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 two fans. Every fan of terrible teams, whenever they're playing a good team, they it's go, a, "It's a trap it's game." A trap <laughs> game, I'm telling you, man, it's a trap. They think we're gonna lose, but we're gonna win. And they they're definitely what? not. They're not even. They're not even game planning for the Chargers. Well, exactly. They're thinking about next week. Right. They're thinking about who do they play the week after. I think that the, the Packers are gonna. Come into this game thinking it's an easy win. Law of averages say that they're not going to win every week. The law of averages is like n- not a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. The Packers well, that, are going to go eight and eight. That like they're due for a win or something. They're like due that? for a loss because you can't win fucking you ten can't. games in a row. The Packers play the Panthers the week after another trap game for when <laughs> they go up and then they have the bye after that. So they're double trapping their way to the bye. Um, no, no. In all, all seriousness, I think that the Chargers are a better team than what they've led on people to believe. Um, the, the defensive line, the offensive line, excuse me, played a lot better against the Bears. The Bears did not sack Phillip Rivers, which is shocking with, you know, Khalil Mack existing and Nobody in front of Philip Rivers existing, um, <laughs> really. But but I just think you know if they if the Chargers are like when I said this before when I forced you guys to pick this game, this was if you saw this game week nine you know before the season started you would think it'd be a really good game like it'd probably be the game of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still am not ready to give up on the Chargers season being complete failure yet. What is their record? They're three and five. Um, they're two games behind the Chiefs for the division. If you know. Mahomes is out for a little bit. This is their window right now to capitalize and pick up some ground. Not that that really is going to help them beat the Packers, but you know they're going to have to start winning games. They just fired Ken Wisenhunt. They did just fire Ken Wisenhunt, their offensive coordinator. Um, so Anthony Lynn is now going to be calling the plays, which I, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. He did well in Buffalo when he Richard, was Richard, how do you, how do you call the plays when he was your coach? Yeah, do you have faith in, in your boy Anthony Lynn? Um, he never, never taught me how to cut like anyone else. So yeah. Okay. Good. He was a good one. Yeah. I'm so, sure he'll tell Rivers cut left. Yeah. And Melvin Gordon's <laughs> got to fucking step up. He saw the end zone last week, so maybe he's starting to return to form. They didn't trade him, so now that's you know, in the past. And now I think that the Chargers are getting healthier. They're going to be turning more into the team that we thought they'd be. 
this would be a big win, and I'm going to take the Chargers in a completely unbiased decision. <laughs> All right. Next. Next. Next, we have. Um, Are we doing four? Yeah. So we have the Chicago Bears going to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Um, I'm going to go with Philadelphia just because uh, we talked a lot about Trubisky today. I do not think he is good. Um, I think uh, the Bears will be finding a new quarterback next year. I think the Eagles have uh, they got embarrassed by the Cowboys, but they uh, did pretty well against a good Bills defense last week. Um, they really took it to them. Um, yeah. I think uh, Trubisky is like a Josh Allen. He's not. He's not going to put points up on that defense. And I just think the Eagles are a better squad. The Eagles have an atrocious secondary. I'm not so saying they're good, but I know I'm. I'm not saying you're saying that, but if Trubisky is going to have success against any secondary, yeah, it's going to be the uh, Eagles. That's what we said about Luke Falk. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Trubisky is a l- like this much better than Luke Falk. Um. Damn, well, this is a tough one, Falk though. Falk can't throw left or right. Trubisky at least has the right Or side. forward. Yeah. Or backwards. <laughs> um, damn. Who, are you t- who are you picking? Said, Eagles? Yeah, I said Eagles. I'm going to take the Bears just because I think that the Eagles defense is so bad. And, like, you know, we saw them get ran out of the building against Dallas, which I thought the Eagles would win that game. Yeah, I picked them once. I don't think I'm ready to pick them again. They're so they're so inconsistent from week to week, and I I think that a good defense is going to be able to to keep them, you know, contained enough where that their defense is going to hurt them. The Eagles' defense is going to be able to, I mean, not going to be able to, you know, get them off the field. And and Trubisky, we've really shit on him a lot today, but he has shown signs of you know good plays here and there. This is the time, like you said, to do it. Just yeah. get a win. Like the Bears are not a team that's going to be like four and twelve. I don't think. Um, it's in Philadelphia, but I mean, I, I gotta believe that the Bears can muster up something here. I'm going to take Chicago. If they're four and twelve, should trade up for Tua. Maybe, maybe they can yeah. just pick a quarterback. There's a couple. Mm. But so you both are. Oh, you didn't pick yet, right? I think I'm going to take the Bears as well. I just you don't like the Eagles. It's not a but uh, they're they're just so inconsistent and I yeah, I guess it's more of a I don't trust them thing. They can they can definitely win this game. I mean, they just put up a sizable amount of points against a very good defense, which they might be able to do again this week. Um you know, give me the give me the Eagles in a shootout. A shootout. Yeah, unexpected shootout. Wow, interesting. Trubisky will still have a hundred. Thirty-four, thirty-one. I can see that. Okay, so two bears, one eagles. Um, the last game that we're well, gonna who do. would win in a fight, a bear or an eagle? An eagle would. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> eagles are nuts, yo. They're sick, but if that bear gets one claw on it, it's fucked. A bear can't see it coming. Well, even if the eagle hits it blindside, it's just going to go. <laughs> it's going to fall to the floor. It's just going to lay a fist on the eagle like that? No, it's just going to, if it flies, what's it going to do to the bear? <laughs> it's going to poke its eyes out. Yeah. I'm going to take the bear. I think, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be like. Bruh. 
Yeah. Whatever, man. Right. What's the next game? You guys have no idea. More than an eagle could. What's the next game? The last game is the Sunday night game. Um, New England Patriots going to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Well, a Patriot would definitely beat a Raven. So, America. <laughs> Patriots got guns. Ravens don't have none of those. And freedom. <laughs> um, listen, <clears throat> uh, you got You got to roll with the train. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the undefeated Patriots. Me too. Uh, Alex you know, just I, picks whoever I pick. So I just picked the. No, you picked the Eagles. Yeah, you picked the Bears. Never mind. No, he no, I picked the Eagles. Yeah. So the Eagles in a shootout. Okay. Yeah. So, dude, get off his ass. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm kidding too. Stay on his ass. I'm, I'm picking. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting tired. I'm picking the Patriots. You, you just better. know. You just know Bill Belichick's going to drop a good game plan against a second-year quarterback who still looks like he's in development, even though he is very good. But he'll get exposed this week. I, and I don't, um, I don't, if the if the Browns can go into Baltimore and make the Ravens look like shit, then the Patriots can coming off a game in which they made the Browns look like shit. So by the rules of parity, I'm going to take the Pats. No. Well, parody would it's the video just shut off because Alyssa <laughs> I'm breaking up with her. <laughs> <laughs> but it saves, right? Yes. True parody would mean that the Ravens were able to beat the Patriots. What? Because it'd be full circle. Pats beat the Browns, Browns beat the Ravens, Ravens beat the Pats. That's parody. That's the circle of parody. Right? It's like when everybody beats everybody. If the All right, commutative property. Okay. <laughs> right, yes. That's what that would that would be more appropriate. Um, yeah, I mean I'm not gonna get cute here as much as I wanna pick against the Pats. I'm gonna take them in my survivor pool, so I've gotta be honest with this one. Like Richard said, um, Bill and did you say this? I wasn't listening to you speak. Bill Belichick um, is gonna game plan for Lamar Jackson. That's what you said. I said that's that. What you said okay. All right. So yeah, that's what it is, is exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna trap him. I mean, they'll figure out something that we've never seen before to just make him cry. Yeah. And and I, I just think that that defense, you know, we've talked about it a lot. It's not a Baltimore Raven defense. Pats will be able to have their way with them. Like Ravens, Pats are always tight games here, um, but the Pats are just a better complete team across the board. So Agreed. Nothing really going on there. Is that a three? That's yeah, a three. All right. Well, I guess that phone call was assigned to end it, huh? Yeah, yeah. we can wrap it up here. Stay tuned. At the end, at the end of this episode, it's going to be like I guess a little cut. We'll just throw yeah. in the questions throw there. In the questions there. And um, thank you thank for you tuning for in. As always, see you um, next week. We will be actually be back next week. Let's do questions. Okay, jump so into some questions. Um, I have the the gallery of them here. So the first one I'll read off from uh, Kirby Toomey. Uh, are the 49ers the best team in the NFC? Uh, it <laughs> looks like it right now, but... I know too many Niners fans. Kirby, slow your roll with this. Come on. Hey, you got to give them credit, man. They're, they're taking out everyone in their way so far. 
That's true, and I love the 49ers, but they're not the best team in the NFC. I want to say the, the best Saints team in the still. NFC or the Packers. Are, I think both of those teams are better than the 49ers. Seahawks. Yeah, eh, I could see them going at it. We, I, st- it's like, it's still so weird. We, and I said this earlier in the season, like, we st- is Garoppolo good? <laughs> like, I feel like we still don't even know. They just run Look. their offense. They run the ball. He doesn't do that much. He he does what he does, but he's a game c- manager. He, he and he's he's very good at it. He's a he's a game manager, and he he's, he does it very well. He makes throws that probably the bottom half of quarterbacks in the NFL can't make, and he makes them. But he's not, you know, he's not making the players around him that much better. They have a bunch of weapons that are just good at best. You know, Brita, the, that other running back, Mostert, like Debo Tevin Samuel. Coleman. He came back. He looks good. Tevin Col- yeah, he, Tevin Coleman played well, and that'll be a, that'll be nice for them to have him back. Um, but it's just it's reminiscent of those 49ers teams that were like in the early 2010s, like Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick era just riding on a very good defense and just a capable offense and one of those teams did make it to a Super Bowl yeah but I don't I don't think this 49ers team is as good as the Packers or the Saints like the, the Saints are playing very well haven't lost since their backup quarterback mm-hmm. came in like I think that's a testament to how good that team is um and the Packers are I'm, – I'm just big on them. I think they're yeah. very uh, well-rounded. I'm going to agree with you. I want – and going off of kind of what we've been talking about with Jimmy G, he's been really comfortable so far this season. They've played – they've had their fair share of weak opponents. Then this past week going up against the Rams, obviously a great team, NFC champions. Um, that's a test for sure. Uh, but – when the defense is playing like that and they pretty much shut down the Rams' offense the whole game, you, we haven't really seen Jimmy in like a big moment driving down the field, having to make a play. You know, He's kind of just been consistent, chugging along the whole time, hasn't thrown for 300 yards yet, hasn't really been, like I said, put in an uncomfortable position. So once that happens, and it's obviously going to, the defense is not going to you know, completely, completely dominate the game and hold the opposing quarterback to 78 yards every week they're gonna have to be in some tough tough games some close matchups and i think that is when we're really gonna find out about garoppolo and we're gonna know if at this point i think it's safe to say the niners will make the playoffs but we're gonna the jury is still out on if they're a premier team in the nfc when you have teams like the packers and the saints with established quarterbacks who have been there and done it before yeah um, i'm with you so it, it's it's it looks great right now. I'm not ready to anoint them the best team in the NFC. Sorry, Kirby. You're going to have to wait a couple more weeks. They play the Redskins on Sunday, so we're not going to find out then. Um, but also, they're, they're very good. They're, it's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, they're they're a certified good team, and that leads into my friend Jake Zellick's question. When he, uh, he submitted a question to my Instagram when are the 49ers going to finally just get their respect and be considered a good team? They're there already. Yeah. They're, this past they, week did that. 
Yeah, this past week definitely did that. I I would say even before, um, but they're they're there. That's that defense is awfully scary, and that mm-hmm. defense will keep them in every game, even in the playoffs when eventually they will make it. At this point, they're five and zero. Oh. They're gonna make the playoffs. If not, it would be a pretty, uh, pretty bad downfall. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that that defense is gonna keep them in every game. But they're they've put the league on notice for sure. They're legit. Looking at their schedule real quick, just to kind of see um, about that when when Jimmy's gonna have to you know, make something happen here, and when they're, we're really gonna know. They have the Seahawks twice. They still have to play the Packers and the Saints, so that's good. We'll find something out there. They wow. play the Rams again, and they play Baltimore in Baltimore. So it gets tough, I guess. I mean, we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I mean, the, the the two teams that all three of us pretty much agree are better than them are on their schedule, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah it should be fun. They're gonna be. They're an entertaining team to watch. Also, they're they're gonna be definitely. Yeah. No, no disrespect to them at all. They're a very good team, but mm-hmm. there's 16 hey. teams in that conference. Yep. All right. Um, moving on here. Um, we got a question from Jeff Rizzo. Hello, Jeff. Um, if you had hi, Jeff. Oh, this is a non-sports related question, actually. If you had to have one exotic animal to be a companion for life, what would it be? Interesting. I got to go... Non-exotic? If you had to have one exotic animal to be your companion. <laughs> Non-exotic. So what qualifies as exotic? <laughs> you know, just not like a dog. Not, not a domesticated pet. So humans I mean, don't count? I might pick a grizzly bear just because those fuckers are huge. What do you go? What, what are you going to go with that? Where am I going <laughs> to go with it? I'll go Sounds wherever like the fuck marriage I, to me. <laughs> go, go wherever the fuck I want. I have a grizzly Not bear. Are pretty, humans Not are you, pretty Richard. exotic. <laughs> Alex said, does a human count? That's psychopath. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I'm the only one thinking this lo- thinking through this logically. Yeah, it's real logical. Let's All hear right. it. Why <laughs> humans aren't exotic? No. <laughs> They're not wild animals. Oh. Did he say wild? That's what I that's what the term exotic means. Okay. Alright, so humans don't count, right? No, obviously not. <laughs> what kind of questions are these? <laughs> you know, just covering all my bases. <laughs> An exotic pet is a rare or unusual animal pet. All right, give me a cobra. It's thought of as a wild species. That a cobra doesn't count. That people like people have snakes. People Not have cobras. cobras. All right, I want the grizzly bear. I don't know. Okay, so you're gonna be dead in a week. I'm gonna go ahead. You're be dead in a week. It will kill you. If, if it's, it's your, your companion, companion li- for life. Yeah, oh. no. If it's your companion, then what? It, it what count. animal would you pick to have near you? Like, <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying—an exotic pet. I don't know what, if they're friendly or not. So Jesus, you're just—it's just at that point you're just picking an animal to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was some, a companion for life. So now I get it. Yeah, it's not gonna kill okay. you. So Alex, when you said human, you were just—you want to get married, is what you were saying. Yeah. 
I'm a pretty <laughs> normal guy. <laughs> okay, a grizzly bear. Why, Richard? Elaborate. Because it it's fucking like eight feet tall and five hundred pounds, so nobody's coming bad near fast. me. Are you yeah. in danger on a regular basis? That you no, but protection? now I won't ever be. So. Okay. Give me a Komodo. So you're dragon. just gonna start running your mouth at the bar, and then somebody steps up to you, and this <laughs> yeah, someone steps bear up. comes running through the fucking through the <laughs> yeah. inn. And just, exactly. It just starts what ragging you, people. Were you gonna pick a fucking parakeet? I'm gonna take. Uh, uh, Alex, go ahead. Give me a Komodo dragon. Ooh, those are boss. They're like the reptile version of a bear. What about a what? The reptile version of a bear? Not I don't know stalling. what a Komodo dragon looks like. I gotta look that up. Yeah, Why don't you pick up. one so we can get the get a move on here? Give me a slow loris. All right, we we're moving on. Matt takes too long. Slow Loris. Slow Loris. I said, give me a slow Loris. All right, beautiful animal. You're feeding grapes all day. <laughs> all right, we got you one know from. Those videos, uh, Rich. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know him. Is it Julian Matt or Julian? <laughs> <laughs> it's Julian. <laughs> you never, you I never think know. It's Julian. Julian. Uh, Julian. Richard, are you watching the Lakers rag this, the Warriors? Oh no, I forgot they were playing. He said, Good "Is job, uh, Alex. now we lost Richard? Is Ryan is Ryan Tanagod really the starter over <laughs> Mariota? Yes, he was yes. named the starter, so we're not going to go literally in depth announced on the that starter because today. He is the starter, and uh, Tanagod. If you're Yost going Malone. to us, if you're going you to like? us for breaking news, I th- uh, I think." <laughs> I think you're in the wrong, uh, <laughs> yeah. following Yost, the wrong uh, Twitter account. Yost, <laughs> up in three week, three days after we record. Yost Malone says, "Does scary Terry That's rhyme?" Sam Yost. Uh, all right. Okay, we could talk. I could actually talk about this because this has been a, a big time debate in. Um, it does not me rhyme. And my school friends, it doesn't no. rhyme, right? It scary literally Terry doesn't rhyme. Everybody doesn't. is telling me that it rhymes. I was in the minority. They shit on me for it because they're. It doesn't rhyme, but it's not a stupid nickname. No, that's totally fine. But all I said was that the nickname doesn't even rhyme. Scary I agree, it does not rhyme. Terry. If you all say right. it like a Boston moron, Scary Terry, like that, yeah, sure, it'll rhyme. But, you know, look at the words. All right, so now we have... Try again next time, Yost. Rob Catalano. He also isn't a good basketball Rob. player, so we can talk he about said, that. If yeah, the Yankees... The Yankees win the World Series this year. Would you say they're a better team than the '98 Yanks? What do you think? No. The '98 Yankees—that was the best, the most wins ever, right? Uh, no. You're asking the wrong guy. Most yeah. wins to win a World Series. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. They won 114 games. And, um, and then they won the world. Series. Yeah, yeah. Because the the right. Mariners won one sixteen and then they lost. Right. So that's the Yankees. Long regarded as the best baseball team of all time, the '98 Yankees. If the Yankees win the World Series this year, I would say no. They're not going to be better right. than that. Um, uh, I don't. 
I don't care for this question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Brett Gardner's in the three hole, so they're not Jordan even the Friedman. best Yankees in the past ten years. Is Baker a good QB? <laughs> I I think he's good. I, Look I think back at a, our previous episodes. Yeah, we. Jordan. <laughs> I th- I think he'll be fine. Uh, but yes, watch our last episode. We got uh, a little in depth on the Browns and Baker. So, but I I yeah. think he'll be fine. I just think they're in a little bit of a bad spot right now. I think Baker's a a good quarterback. Um, he's probably just. In an unfortunate situation right now. All right, and biggest it's making him look very bad. Biggest fudge. Uh, I don't know. Lambo. Mike Lombardi. What's, what's the World oh, Series? Lambo. <laughs> what's the World Series matchup and who wins? Um, you want to give a quick rattle one quick off there? We are running pretty late now, so give me uh, Nationals over the Yankees. Okay, Alex. That's just the Nationals most unlikely over scenario. the Astros. <laughs> I'll take the Astros over the Nationals. Okay. I think it's process uh, of elimination. <laughs> Chargers, obviously. So oh, we, now uh, we all have the three different options. Yeah. Zach Walker, no, sixty-two. No uh, Chargers obviously need O-line help. Who would you draft to slash trade for to fix this issue? I have no comment on that. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they should trade for Trent Williams. Like that would be you think now, so? Right fucking now. You think they should mortgage yes. their future for that? Yes, this is the last year that the Chargers have to be competitive, and they haven't been competitive for through six games, the two and four. If if you mm. add Trent Williams to this team, they're not making a run. It puts like, them in I, in position to make the playoffs. I you n- have to capitalize never, on Philip Rivers take while this, he's there. I never take this stance, but like. It's time for the Chargers to just give up. No, this is you can give up next year. Give up the year after. You've been working for the past ten years to. So you'll take being the worst team in the league for the next two years. If they trade for Trent Williams, are they going to be the worst team in the league for the next two years? Whenever Philip Rivers retires, they'll be the worst team in the NFL. If they keep their pick or not. They're obviously not going to keep their pick if they trade for Trent Williams. That's what I'm saying. So do you think that regardless of if they have the pick, for, or if they have Trent Williams or they have the first-round pick, once Rivers leaves, they're going to be the worst team in the league? Fair. So <laughs> why not? I mean, you, ha- you have this season. You know, they've, they've looked bad. They're two games behind the Chiefs. They haven't played them yet. Yeah. Give Rivers they, some time. They have nothing they have to lose. Still early. I Their mean, weapons it's just are like fucking great. He can't get point, them the ball. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I hate everything about the Chargers. It's just like a little late, right you know. If you can get in there and still be as effective, but um, Matt, uh, someone else, Brian Eckerly, uh, it can't uh, be worse. he also said, "What do the Chargers need to do to not suck?" But we kind of get into that. For Trent Williams. Trade for Trent Williams. Okay, so. John Luca Verdaro sent us an Hold email. Hold their owner accountable. If you want to send us an email, questions at gmail.com. Send us whatever you want. He said, if you could have a starting five of the top point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, power forwards, or centers, which position would uh, win a hypothet- hypothetical playoffs? 
He said his vote is team small forward with centers taking second place. I think it's always going to be team small forward. They're just the most versatile position in the league. And you got guys like LeBron, Durant, Kawhi, Gian, like yeah, all just all like the best players team. in the I'll league. So, yeah. I don't know, dude. The point guards. The guards would be close. You got they like just Harden get bodied. Curry. Yeah, there's just too much size and but versatility with the forwards. Okay. LeBron will just shoot the lights out. Harden, Kyrie, so we'll and Curry, they'll rain over everybody. Why Kevin Durant can't rain? Durant can and rain. Uh, they just wouldn't be able to guard the forwards either. LeBron, uh, Durant would just no shoot it over any point guard. All right. Um, I so think what do you that think Harden the guards would get it done. Hard am I get that done? But <laughs> the guards, give me the guards. He can't get um, anything else done. <laughs> but we're gonna, gonna kiss, kiss the guards. <laughs> <laughs> Except for dropping sixty-one in my eye at MSG. Uh, All right. Um, so we got two questions about the Cowboys. The so we should we should kind of group them together. <laughs> One's from good friend Tom Mobilia, and one is from uh, AJ Espinosa. AJ said, when will the Cowboys have their annual collapse? It looks like they're in the middle of that. And <laughs> Tom said, should the Cowboys fire Garrett during their bye week? No. They're not going to. Who is that? <laughs> um, my, my good friend Tom Mobile, a big Cowboys fan, a uh, great man. Does he want him fired? That you know of? Jason uh, Garrett won't be the I coach of the Cowboys next season. Yeah, it will not be after the bi- during the bye week, but... um. I, I don't see him being the coach after this year. At least he shouldn't be. There, it's just I don't know how he's stayed as the coach I for mean, so long. I mean, let's see how this season ends first before we fire the coach. No, they start to this play is, some competition. This is my bold prediction: Jason Garrett will not be the coach of the Cowboys next season. All right. Uh, their schedule is hard too. How does every team in the league have the the hardest schedule? Every team plays the Pats, the Chiefs, <laughs> the <laughs> the Saints, the Packers. Yes. <laughs> This is Eagles, Vikings, Lions, Pats, Bills, Bears, Rams, Eagles. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Dak's got to step up, man. Quit asking for 40 mil, too. Yeah. Quit it. I mean, all right. Um, I Dexter Lawrence should give Dak some of his money because he doesn't yeah, he deserve should. it. I think we got through all the questions here. Um, what about my questions? Uh, Why do the Finns suck donkey dick? <laughs> oh, shit. Why do the Finns suck donkey dick? Because... Who asked that? Uh, b Ben Wexler. Oh. Is he a Dolphins fan? Uh, yes. <laughs> He's from Miami. They have no quarterback. Their head coach is... Uh, seems to Richard, be no you're off head. the Josh Rosen train? He he's, he's just in no position to succeed anywhere he is right now. I don't so know. D- Maybe he's not good. Like, how can we judge him, dude? The team's fucking terrible. I'm, I'm out on Josh Rosen. I mean, he's wow. his career's over. It's I've pretty given much over. him the benefit of the doubt. His dude. career's he, over. He has never him. once shown a flash of anything good. But he's, he's never been made in such a big terrible situation. Okay, you know we say this every week. There are teams that are in bad situations, bad offensive lines. Do something. Oh, damn it. But you're you're in your second year, like you're in your like eighth game. He, no, he played the full. He played almost the full season last year in Arizona. 
He just like really? I mean, he, he at least he, in that situation, yeah, you're gonna look bad most of the time, but have a flash of something nice. Do make yeah, a comeback, he hasn't really drive shown down the field, anything. makes do something. And now they benched him again for Fitzpatrick. So who knows if he's even gonna start next week yeah, or the rest I, of the I season? I, I just he's had too much up and down for. He was dealt a shit hand for yeah. sure. I feel bad for him, but at yeah. this point, I don't th- I don't see it turning around. All right, uh, Chris Sokol said. What's my favorite color? Not been. Um, I guess it's blue. Um, and he said, what number am I think of? Thanks, Chris, for your questions. We will be moving on to the next Seven. one. <laughs> Do we want to touch um, on the great first And then uh, George Skent. Uh, Alex, is this your cousin? Yeah, World How Series predictions, right? Skint yeah, days. we just did that. Um but uh, I said he Astros over Nationals. Matt said. Yeah, shout out to George, though. Great football player. Uh, he's like 10 years old probably, but he's been running all over uh, yeah, Jamaica. Okay. Quarterback for the Jamaica Bulldogs. I, I nice, see. Man. I see highlights on Instagram of this kid just running up the sideline multiple times a game, so sh- Shout out to George. Shout out, man. Get nice. him on the show. We get a real Spiro's athlete. Spiro's God, godson. Nice. Get a real athlete. All right. Um, All right. I have the last question here, and then we can do predictions. And if we want, okay. I think we can make, you know, cut this out and make our question segment its own segment. Just figure yeah. it out since we're over an hour. But this is a good question, and we talked about it, and this guy DM'd me specifically to address it. I want to, you know, appreciate the fans. Uh, it's Julian. It's Julian again. Um, he's asking me. Is duration in a season or in, in a career, excuse me, enough for greatness to be considered great? I.e., if somebody plays for 20 years with some degree of success, do you consider that person a great player? Yes. I feel like you're not going to play that long unless you're a great player. Okay, so, so you're. There's plenty of journeymen in the NBA. Before that argument. Are they playing for? Are they playing for twenty years? Like if you're a journeyman, if you're I mean, in I the, guess you could, it, you it, could look it, a guy like Josh McCown, who has been yeah. in the league for yeah. so long. He's not anything. He's not great. No, he's J. not Smith. great. But but uh, there's okay. J.R. Smith is like he is a great player. Like he's a great player in respect to like the rest of the world he's not like a hall he's of the famer one percent of he's the not a hall of famer but when i think he's, greatness he's con- i think hall contributing of fame. to nba teams for so long yeah but that's what i'm saying that's never- a journeyman just having a role on a team greatness to me is being making being hall of fame caliber i feel like yeah. that if you're if you're uh if you're contributing to a team for that long like you have to be like consistently solid, though. Yeah, so you're consistently solid, and I think that makes you more solid? more valuable than the players who are really good for a few years and then are out of the league soon after that. Hmm. No, but you can have a bigger impact on your team if you're great for three years and then fizzle out than just being average for twenty years. I guess I guess it's on like a case by case basis, but. Like, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I brought my example was Nick Markakis in the MLB. 
like one-time all-star won a couple of gold gloves here and there but since 2006 he's been just slightly above average I think he's a great player he's just he's just been contributing to teams for that long you know case by case basis you could be in the league for a long time it is but part part of your ability is your availability part of Part of your ability is your availability, and like yep. these players have showed up. But if you're available it, just because you're a body that a team needs to add, like the bottom teams in the league need to add to their roster, like you could just be bouncing around. But does that ever really happen, though? Like these, like you're good enough to be in the league and getting minutes or but games like, and played. Like the case with J.R. Smith, like he's not, he hasn't played like that long of a career compared to there's like a lot way got a way better players that have played m- like just the same amount of time as him but he was he was a borderline all-star for like a few seasons like yeah he's a had a long and really all-star. successful he's had a long and really successful career like he he's played in the nba finals well he like, said 20 years that's what i'm saying like not many people play 20 years or close to it if they're not really fucking good. has a longer career than the average NBA player by a lot. 12? By a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th- I mean, it can. I think it, it can in J. certain R. Smith, cases. I think J.R. Smith, after he retires, like people are going to look back on J.R. Smith, and obviously he's had his shortcomings and his boneheaded plays, but people are going to look back on J.R. Smith and say, like, he was a uh, like really good NBA player. He, yeah. There's is this really ba- good or is it you great? Look, you look back on it after he's done playing, and you're gonna say like, "Damn!" Like you're you're after he retires, I think there's gonna be nothing but positive to say about J.R. Smith. Okay, but mm. I agree with you. I think he is really good. He's had a really good career, but I think that he doesn't eclipse the. The baseline or the, the the ceiling to become a great player, and I don't think that he could play for twenty years, twenty five years at the rate that he's been going. He'll never be a great player. He can start compiling stats, like a guy like you know. I guess Jared Smith is a good example of it, but I don't. He's not great. He's never been the go to guy on his team. He's never led this team in scoring, as far as like, I know. He's just a, really this, good and great. A good example. He's not a Hall of Famer. This is a good example because I'm a Nick fan. Like, I I look back on J.R. Smith in high regard. Like, he won a six man of the of the year with us. He had some of his best years of his career with us. So he played in the playoffs with us. And like, maybe he's not great, but just overall positive career for sure. Okay. There are players you can look back on and be like, "Wow, he was just awful." Like, but the, I get what you're saying, but you're also like going back to the question. That's a different conversation. I guess it. I guess it depends. You just said on maybe our, not great. I guess it depends on your criteria for great. Mm-hmm. But like, if I can look back on you as a player and just be like, "Yeah, like you were you were a nice addition to this whole like." entertainment that we're consuming than like <laughs> that is so different than All what right. we're talking we should, about we should get on to <laughs> the right, picks yeah. whatever, whatever. <laughs> greatness 
greatness, he, nice, good J. entertainment, J. same thing. J.R. Smith is objectively not a great NBA player. Right, and he could play for 50 years and he wouldn't be. Right, fine. But I, I appreciate his contribution. That's all I'm saying. That's a very interesting question. It is. All right. Okay. Brodsky, let's hear the you're not. Ups. You're never going to forget about J.R. Smith in your <laughs> All right, life. enough with J.R. Smith. <laughs> uh, but, but it's a good question. When you're Save 80 years old... Save it for his fucking retirement speech. <laughs> when you're 80 years old, you're going to, like, I'm going to say J.R. Smith, and you're going to be like, I remember J.R. Smith. Yes, I remember when he cost LeBron a doesn't mean he has championship. Or you're going to remember Jamarcus Russell, too. Just well, he was notoriously so, we're so bad. so far past the point of what the question was. It's time to move. You're not going to remember, like, <laughs> oh fucking Luke Ridnour. I already I forgot who he was already. <laughs> exactly. Memorable. All right. Being memorable First match is up Brodsky. Okay, so if you play for a long time, will you be remembered? All right, next time we can. that'll be the question.